Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brennan coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, with another Tuesday night Bible study. And I uh, want to welcome you all to our Tuesday night Bible study service. And um, tonight, for our Bible study, we are going to be going through Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, we just started Ephesians last week. And uh, we're just kind of making our way into Ephesians right now. And there's actually, after ten, actually after tonight, we will be uh, one-third done of Ephesians. There's only six chapters. And so we're going to be... <clears throat> um, so this, this will be a shorter book. And uh, so we are going to be doing Ephesians chapter 2 tonight. Uh, but before we do... Um, and before we get into our hymns, uh, for t our hymns and our announcements and stuff, <coughs> before we do anything, we're going to go, we're going to go to the Lord, uh, we're going to go before the Lord and pray. And, um, so we'll go ahead and do some prayer requests now. Um, if you guys have any prayers or praises, you can <coughs> feel free to mention them, um, in the comments, um. You can also just let me know, and if you want, if you want yours mentioned, and let me know. We'll figure all that out. But uh, if you guys got any prayers or praises, you can feel free to mention them. Um, uh, please do keep Brother Joey in prayer, as he uh, his pain was real. His pain is uh, he get he has uh, his pain that he has uh, really it kind of varies from day to day. So keep him in prayer. Um, please keep me in prayer. Uh, keep my ministry in prayer. Please pray for my ministry. Pray for these videos. Um, I know somebody that is... Uh, <coughs> I know I know somebody um, that needs salvation. So please pray for them. Um, won't mention their name. Won't mention who it is and, and stuff. But please pray for them for salvation. Um Let's keep our fellow brothers and sisters in prayer. Um, we do have, there are brother, you know, we do need to pray for our brothers and sisters, but we also need to pray, we should also pray for any lost loved ones that they may have. And I know there are brothers and sisters um, in Christ <clears throat> that are in need of prayer for lost family members. So please do pray for them. Um, pray for their lost family members that they would come to know Christ. Uh, so keep them in prayer. Uh, do pray for those who will, uh, those who watch these videos. I know I've got family and friends that do watch these videos. Um, not just, hang on a second. I don't just have family and friends that watch these videos, but they do follow my ministry. So, <coughs> They do follow the ministry and they do support our ministry. So please do pray for um, those, but also do pray for um, do pray for all those who do watch these. Uh, pray that their hearts would be prepared and pray that God will do a mighty work in their lives. Amen. Um, uh, my hope and prayer is that these videos would glorify God, <clears throat> but that 
they wouldn't just glorify God, but that there would be souls that might be won as a result of these videos, okay? So I don't know if, I don't know who, I really don't know if there's anyone that came to, to the Lord as a result of these videos. I may not even know until I go home. <coughs> Probably best left that way. Amen. So, um, other than that, <clears throat> um, other than that, that's all I got. So, um, I think with that said, let's go ahead and let's, um, <clears throat> let's go before the Lord in prayer and take these prayer requests to him and ask him to bless this time. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I want to thank you, Lord, for another day. Um, I want to thank you, Lord, for just another wonderful day that you blessed us, Lord. And <clears throat> thank you, Lord, for this Tuesday night Bible study. Um, pray, Lord, that you would bless this Bible study uh, service, Lord, that you'd please, uh, Lord, that um, we pray, Lord, that you just take this and do with this as you will. We pray, Lord, that you would be glorified um, through this and that, Lord, that, that there might be people who might come to know you as a result of this. And, Lord, I do want to lift up Brother Joey right now, Lord. I do want to thank you, Lord, for his friendship. Thank you, Lord, for him and for bringing him in my life. Um, but, Lord, I do want to pray for him, Lord. Pray that you would comfort him. Uh, pray, Lord, that you would just be with him, Lord. And pray that you would uh, help him through with the pain that he has, that he has to go through each and every day. <clears throat> uh, Lord, we do pray and ask you, Lord, that you would bless him, lead him, and guide him. Um, we pray, Lord, that you just have your way and will, Lord, in his life. And, Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness towards him and for your mercy towards him, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the mercy you have towards me. And, uh, Lord, I do want to pray for, Lord, those who watch these videos. Um, Lord, I do pray, Lord, you just touch hearts. Lord, you said in your word that um, your word would not return void. And I pray, Lord, that you would just work in the hearts of those who watch this. I pray, Lord, that you would prepare those hearts. <coughs> and, Lord, I do pray and ask you, Lord, that you would just please um, just reach and touch, Lord, um, all those who uh, just please reach. Just please, Lord, uh, I pray that you would reach and touch and heal um, those who need healing. Um, do want to pray, Lord, that you just... Uh, reach these people, Lord, that watch this. Please work in their hearts and lives. I pray, Lord, that there might be souls that might be saved as a result of this, Lord. Not of anything that I did, but of you did. I pray, Lord, that you'd give me the words to speak tonight. <clears throat> I pray, Lord, that people would receive from you tonight, not to me. And, Lord, I just ask that you take my my mouth and my, and my hands and feet, Lord. Do with them as you will. And I pray, Lord, that you just put your word in my mouth, Lord, that I would speak and preach your word, and your word only should I preach. And, Lord, I do thank you, Lord, for all those who tune in, um, those who watch uh, and, and support um, the ministry. Lord, I pray, Lord, you bless them. pray, Lord, you lead them and guide them. Um, Lord, I do pray, Lord, uh, for all those who have lost family members. I pray, Lord, that you'd please be with those who... Um, just be with those who have lost family members. I pray, Lord, that they would be good and faithful witnesses, a light onto their lost family members. I pray, Lord, that they would be good witnesses, Lord, uh, obedient and faithful, Lord, to you and your word. Um, pray, Lord, that, that you just get a hold of their lives, Lord, that you just get a hold of their hearts and lives. 
Um, and I just pray that you would open their eyes that they may see uh, their need for you. And Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, for this day. We thank you for this night. We ask that you just take this service, Lord, do with it as you will, and not as I will, but as you will. And Lord, we do pray and ask, and we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we're going to sing a hymn or two tonight. <clears throat> I was thinking about this before I started my broadcast. Um, because this is normally uh, a Bible study, <clears throat> yes, we should sing some hymns to prepare our hearts. But I kind of got the thinking, too, that um, this should also be a night to kind of focus on what we need to pray for um, and uh, the focus on... <clears throat> really prayer in the word. So um, I may put a little bit more emphasis on the praying and the preaching and teaching of the word. Um, not saying that we won't do any hymns, but we'll sing a hymn or two. We'll sing, a, we'll probably sing about two hymns and then we'll, uh, you know, go from there. Okay. So if you guys have, uh, for those of you that do have the hymn books, the hymn book, praise our songs and hymns, um, for those of you that do have that and do follow along, we're going to sing, uh, we're going to start out with no, hymn number 35, uh, Come Thou Fount. <clears throat> hymn number 35, Come Thou Fount. Come Thou Fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing Thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount, I'm fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Here I raise to thee an altar, hither by thy help I'm come. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger interposes precious blood. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. <clears throat> Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Amen. <clears throat> I hope the singing is, is a blessing too, because I don't have a pian I don't have a pianist. 
<laughs> you know, I don't have anyone playing the piano, so I got to sing all these by acapella. But I actually have, um, I do have uh, experience with leading worship and singing, so that's why I'm singing all acapella with all these hymns. Um, so let's go to us our last hymn tonight before we uh, dive further into our service is going to be hymn number 122, Standing on the Promises. Amen? 122, Standing on the Promises. <clears throat> Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let His praises ring. Glory in the highest I will shout and sing, Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises that cannot fail when the howling storms of doubt feel fear assail. By the living word of God I shall prevail. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises of Christ the Lord, bound to Him eternally by love's strong cord. Overcoming daily with the Spirit stored, standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing, I'm standing on the promises of God. <clears throat> Alright, fourth verse, last one. Standing on the promises, I cannot fa fall. Listening every moment to the Spirit's call. Resting in my Savior as my all and all. Standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing. Standing on the promises of God, my Savior. Standing, standing. I'm standing on the promises of God. Amen. I'll tell you what, when things get tough, the best thing you can do and the best thing I can do and the best thing we can all do is stand on the promises, the promises of God. For it is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. And the word of God is what brings you spiritual life and is what matters the most. And uh, praise God that God preserved and kept his word. <coughs> Amen. And God is so gracious and so merciful. Amen. Um, so before we get into tonight's lesson, i got a couple of announcements to make. Um, 
So as you know, on uh, there will not be no Fishers of Men broadcast on Sunday. Okay, um, I will be heading down to Freedom for Free Will Baptist Church in Alma, Arkansas. Um, I will be preaching their Sunday evening service. Uh, there is a possibility, uh, d depending on how things go, I may also be covering for the pastor on that Sunday morning. I'm not sure yet. Um, he's going to give me a call on Saturday, Saturday to work out the details and stuff like that and kind of see where he's at. Uh, he's not he's not doing very well. Um, I won't mention his name, but do please keep him in prayer uh, because he uh, he's kind of going through some. Um, uh, I, I hate to use the word health issues, but uh, there's some stuff that you know he's got to get taken care of health wise. So uh, pray for him. Um, he's a good friend of mine. So pray, uh, please pray for him. Um, <clears throat> it's. Uh, He's got some uh, uh, kidney stones that have to be taken care of, which I don't know if anyone has had kidney stones, um, but to what I heard is they're very, very painful. Um, so I don't know how I personally wouldn't want to know what kidney stones feel like. So do pray, do keep him in prayer, if you will. Um, that would be a good thing. Uh, but anyways, um, so I may be... I may be there Sunday morning, I don't know, but Sunday evening, for sure. Uh, no Fishers of Men broadcast, because I will be preaching down there Sunday evening, for sure. Um, <clears throat> on Father's Day, June 20th, there will be a broadcast on the evening. Um, I will be going down to, to, to the same church. To preach during the morning service, because uh, they typically only just have a morning service because it's Father's Day, then uh, they don't really have one at the e at the end. So do uh, so. I will be preaching there Sunday morning, uh, but there will be a broadcast on that night. So that is June twentieth. There will be a video. Amen. Uh, so I do ask for your prayer. Uh, I do ask for your prayers on that. Um, you know, pray that God will give me a message for them and pray that uh, God will just have his way and will. Amen. Um, <clears throat> with that said, I don't think there is any other announcements that I am missing um, other than that. So I think we're going to go ahead and get started. <coughs> If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, we're going to be <clears throat> taking a look at that chapter this evening. And it's actually not a very lengthy chapter. It's only it's only 22 verses. So this, this may be a very... Depending on where the Holy Ghost takes us, this may be a very short, uh, very, very, uh, very short uh, message, but we will see. Um, and also, too, before we dive into this, I don't think we're going to have an invitation time uh, on Tuesdays, primarily because Tuesdays is our Bible study um, time. Um, now, Sundays, that might, we'll have a kind of a, uh, a invitation at the end depending on <clears throat> what I preach on but 
Tuesday nights there probably won't be because this is more of a teaching uh, going through if going through the book and and preaching and teaching out of out of the chapters of the Bible and so this is more going to be more of a teaching hour <clears throat> than a um it's going to be more of a teaching hour and an education time um because I'm going to tell you something. If there's anything that we need to know, is we need to know the Word of God. Amen. Um, and especially in the times that we're entering in, when we, when life gets tough, uh, we should we need to learn how we even myself we all need to learn how to stand on the promises. And so if we don't, and I just want to encourage you on something. Okay, you can't. I mean, you can stand on the promises if you don't know the. I mean, okay, let's put it this way: if you don't know the Word of God, it's going to be hard to stand on those promises. If you're not in your Bibles, you won't be able to know what promises that God has for you to stand on. So the only way to stand on the promises is to open your Word and to know the Word of God, because without that, <clears throat> um, listen. We're going to get this. We're going to be getting into this in, in chapter six. But the word of God <coughs> is is your sword. Okay, this is your sword. So you need this. It's important for spiritual warfare that you have your sword and your shield of faith. Amen. <clears throat> so. I just want to exhort you and encourage you that when the times go rough, stand on those promises. <clears throat> Crack open your Bible. Take a look at some promises that God has in the situation that you're in. And just stand on them. Amen. Stand on them. Take, take a piece of paper, jot them down, put them on the refrigerator and just recite those verses on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? That's easy. That's much easier said than done, because our flesh likes to get in the way. We don't. We don't like to memorize verses. But it's good to have verses memorized. Amen. You want to have. You want to memorize the Word of God. Because um, I'm going to tell you something. If there's anything you should memorize, it should be the Word of God. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you something. The Word of God is what will save you. Um, the things that we have will not save us. <clears throat> Amen? So anyways, let's go ahead. Ephesians chapter 2, we'll start in verse 1. <clears throat> Alright, it says, and you, hath, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, According to the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Okay, now there's a, that's a loaded passage right there. Okay, so let me tell you something. Before a person gets saved, before a person gets born again, um, we are all, bef you know, we all, all of us were lost at one point. Before we got saved, we were all lost. We were all lost sinners on our way to a devil's hell because of our sin nature and because of our sin. Okay? But 
we see that this world is on a course. This world is on a course. And the course of this world is going to be destruction. God destroyed this earth with a flood. Genesis chapter 6 and 7. Talk about that. Okay. <clears throat> Except this time, God is not going to destroy the world with a flood. He is going to destroy the world with fire. Okay. That's the judgment. Okay. The course, this world is on a course. And the course that this world is going, pardon my language, okay? So please forgive me. But this world is going straight to hell eventually. Okay? It's going to end in hell. But this world is on a course, as we see now, this world is on a course for people to accept and worship the Antichrist. Okay? <clears throat> now it says, it doesn't just say that this world is on a course. But this is according to the prince of the power of the air. Prince of the power of the air. Okay, now I'm going to see if I, um, let's see here. Okay, so the prince of the power of the air. Now you might be asking yourself, who is that? Well, the prince of the power of the air is the god of this world. Now you might say, god of this world? Who is that? Who is the god of this world? Well, the god of this world is Satan. Okay? If you don't believe me, <clears throat> in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, And whom the god of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Now, can I ask you something? Does Jesus Christ blind the minds of the world? No. Jesus said, I've come to seek and to save that which is lost. Okay, so we see the God of this world is not who you think. It's not Christ. Okay, the God of this world is Satan. And why? Now, I'll explain why. Yes, God did create this world. He created this world in six <clears throat> literal days. Okay, six literal days. God created this world. Okay? Now, but you notice in that verse where it says the God of this world, okay, that word God, that's, it's a lowercase g, which means it's a false deity. And we know that there is one true deity that we follow, and that's Jesus Christ. 
Okay, Jesus Christ is the only, is the one and only God, capital G. But in here, in this verse here that I just read, <clears throat> the God of this world, that is a little G. Okay, it's a false God. It's a false deity. That's Satan. Satan is a false God. Satan wants to be worshipped as God. Okay, now we won't turn here. But if you have a pen and paper, okay, go read Isaiah chapter 14, 12 through 14. Okay, I'll, I'll repeat that again just in case if you missed it. <coughs> go read Isaiah chapter 14, 12 through 14. Go read it and you'll see that Satan... It's, it's Satan's five-point plan, okay? There's five things mentioned in there, and it says five-point plan, and you realize that Satan wants to become like the Most High, okay? Satan wants to be worshipped as God, okay? But we see, okay, that Satan is the little God, little G. He's the little God of this world, okay? Satan is the father of lies, Okay, so with that said, it's him that blinded the minds of them which believe not. Okay, that's self-explanatory. Does that make sense? So Satan is the one that has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Okay, <clears throat> now, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine on to them. Now, isn't it interesting? At the beginning of that verse, we see that Satan is the God of this world, little g. But we also see it talks about the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. Amen? <clears throat> but what does it say, though, in that verse? It says that Christ is the image of God. Christ, who is the Word of God. He is the image of God. So we don't need pictures. We don't need any of that. Okay? We have your we have we have a sure word of prophecy, which is your Bible. Christ is the image of God. Okay? <clears throat> now Hopefully that made sense with you guys. Now it says, According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Now we see that this spirit is the spirit of Antichrist. Okay? So we see that the lost and dying world, whether they realize it or not, Okay, now keep it keep this in mind. You know, you have a lot of times you have a lot of people that will say, well, okay, for an example, you have sometimes that people will have this excuse as per abortion that I can do whatever I want because it's my body. Well, let me refute that. Okay? Whether you're born again or you're lost, you're not your own. If you're lost and going to hell, you are part of the world system. 
you are part of the spirit of Antichrist. Which means that whether you realize it or not, you are influenced as a lost person, you are influenced by the spirit of Antichrist. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to tell you something. The children of disobedience, that's a lost person. That's not talking about a saved person who's disobedient. No, this is talking about a lost person who is dying and on his way to hell. Or her, his or her. Okay, so we see that this world is on a course and this world is being influenced by the spirit of Antichrist. Now, the point I want to get across here is this. <clears throat> this refutes the whole arc. This, this here shows an example of why you can't claim... The, of why you can't claim to be born again and live like the devil. Okay? You, you're either going to be for Christ or you're going to be against Christ. If you're against Christ, you're for the Antichrist. But if you're for Christ, you're for Christ. Amen? If you're born again, you're for Christ. But you can't be a child of God and yet be influenced by the spirit of Antichrist. Because Antichrist is opposite of Christ. So either you got one of two choices. You're either going to live a holy and separated and sanctified life in Jesus Christ, or you're going to live a, a loss. You're going to live in sin, and you're going to be a part of the world system. You're, you're either, you know, you're going to be going with the ways of the world, and influenced by the Antichrist. There's no in-between. You can't put one foot in God and one foot in the world. It doesn't work that way. You're either of Christ or you are of, uh, you or you are of Antichrist. No in-between. So <clears throat> we see here that you're either going to be born again, sanctified, set apart for God's service, or you're lost and dying onto, on, on your way to a devil's hell influenced by the spirit of antichrist i hope that makes sense with you guys there's only two choices okay two choices which one will you choose today <clears throat> god or antichrist because one of these days you will make a choice you will make a choice eventually it would be better for you to make it now before it gets too late because once it's too late it's there is no there is no going back. Okay? <clears throat> now, we see. Okay, so where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all, all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together in Christ, by grace are ye saved. Can I tell you something, you guys? 
All I'm going to say to that is it's self-explanatory. God is rich in mercy. God has a great love wherewith he loved us. He has. And even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together, be made alive. We were made alive together with Christ. And it's because of what Christ did for you at the cross. Hold your spot in Ephesians. Turn with me to our, to probably one of the most famous passages. John 3.16 <clears throat> Let me tell you how great a love God has for you. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God's great love that he has for us is in John 3.16. God gave his only begotten Son. That is a sacrificial love. Amen. There is no greater love than this, but for a man to lay his life down for his friends. Amen. Let's read that. And uh <clears throat> um We just got done with Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day weekend is a time to recognize the sacrifice that our military has put forth and those who are fallen and has passed away to take a look at the sacrifice that they did for the freedoms of our country. Okay? And this verse I'm about to read encompasses that. Okay? And John chapter 15 verse 13 Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. God gave his only begotten son. That is a sacrificial love. Jesus is emphasizing that, that there is no greater love than a sacrificial love. Amen. There is no greater love. God did that for us. Our military did that for our nation, for our freedoms. And God did that for us so that we might have eternal life. <clears throat> this is that great love wherewith he loved us. Not that we loved him, but we love him because he first loved us. It says, 
even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together, made alive us together with Christ. It says that by grace are ye saved. Your salvation is a gift. You are saved by grace. You are saved by grace. God's grace is Christ. Jesus Christ is the grace of God. And we see that there is that, you could see, and you, when you read that, you just know that there's so much love with grace. Grace is not a license to sin. If it was, then what do you do with the verse where Jesus says, I've, where, where, where God shows us that Christ came to save us from our sins. Jesus said, I've come to seek and to save that which is lost. Lost in sin. So grace is not a license to sin. Grace is to help empower you to live a holy life. Grace gives you freedom. The law does not. The law is good, but the law cannot save. It is only by grace that we are saved. <clears throat> and it says, And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come he might shew the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Okay. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. If God saves you, he is not sorry that he saved you. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. You know, the difference between a wage and a gift. A wage is something you deserve. Okay, you deserve. You go to work, you get a paycheck, you deserve that. A gift is something you don't deserve. God gave that gift because he loves us. Not because of who you are or what you did. It's, be it's because he loves you and he cares for you. He gave that to you freely. Keep this in mind. Salvation is not a free gift but is given freely. Okay? Salvation came at a price, and that price was Christ on the cross. But he gives it to all the, to all those who will call upon his name. <clears throat> For by grace are you saved through faith, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. So you're saved by grace, but through faith. What's faith? 
Go to Hebrews. Go to Hebrews. That is if I can find Hebrews. <laughs> uh, second, oh, here you go. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Verse 1. This is faith. Faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Is the substance of is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you can see it, it's not hope. Amen. So, it's for by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. <clears throat> For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Let me tell you something. God has saved you, not so you can continue in sin. God saved you from your sins because he has good works for you to walk into. I am called to pastor. I am called to preach. That's, those are the good works that God has for me to walk in. Okay, and he ordained that before I was even born. Okay, but we are his workmanship. Okay, what does that mean? It means that we're the clay, he's the potter. He can do he can mold us and shape us however he wants to. We are predestined to be in the likeness and image of Christ. So, if you get saved, that does not give you an excuse to go off and live like the devil. No. If you get saved, when you get saved, you are saved on you're saved by grace through faith, but you are saved and will be conf and will be and, and predestined to be into the image of Christ, but God has given you good works to walk into. We are not saved to sin more. We are saved to walk in good works. And those good works that you do is not to get saved. It's because you are saved. And those good works is a demonstration of your faith. Faith without works is dead. The question I have for you is, does your works, does your, does, does your works complement your faith? Does it? Because that's what Father Abraham did. God told Abraham to sacrifice his only son. To offer him up for a burnt offering. And you know what? Abraham was going to do it. Do you know why? Because by faith, he considered the fact that God would raise him from the dead. His works showed his faith. The question I have for you is, do your works show your faith? Works, faith without works is dead. Amen? And I'm not teaching a work salvation. Okay? We do good works because we are saved, not to get saved. Amen? <clears throat> Remember, we love him because he first loved us. Amen? So, 
Um, Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called under uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh, made my hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments, containing in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man. So making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God and one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and in, and came preached peace to you which were far off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Can I tell you something? You cannot go to the Father directly on your own. You can't. You can only go to the Father through Jesus Christ because it was by his death at the cross. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. You know what? Hang on a second. Let's let's do this here real quick. Uh, I am the way. Jesus said, in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but, but what? But by me. Means that only through Christ can you go to the Father. And you want to know something? When Christ died at the cross... When he died, just before just before evening, there was an earthquake that tore the the veil and the and the temple split in half. That veil got tore, got taken down by an earthquake. Amen. Christ is the only way you can go to the Father. There is no other way but through him. By the way, you notice here, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way. He doesn't say I'm a way. It doesn't say I am a truth and a life. No, it's the way, the truth, and the life. <clears throat> Which means there is no other way to heaven but through Christ. Now some people might say, well, Brandon, you're being too narrow-minded. Sure I am. You know why? Because the path is narrow. Very few find it. The path is narrow unto eternal life. It's narrow. So if you all want to call me narrow-minded, go right ahead. I don't care. Of course, you know. Say whatever you want. 
That won't bother me one bit. Mm -mm. But Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. He is the only way to the Father. Now, let's finish up here in the last few verses, and then we'll wrap up for the evening. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief corner, the chief corner stone. Jesus said to Peter, he said, on this rock, I'll build my church. Now, some would like to interpret that as saying that on Peter, he'll build his church. Okay? No. That's not what that means. Okay? When Jesus, what Jesus meant by on this rock, I'll build my church, this is what he means. Okay? Christ is the chief cornerstone. You know what that means? He's the foundation. This here is the foundation that you got to build your life upon. If you don't have this for your foundation, your foundation is going to crumble. Your foundation will crumble. Okay? If you put your faith in Christ, you'll be likened unto a man who built his house on a rock. And when the wind, when the winds came and the storms beat against that house, it didn't fall. So the question I have for you is, will you build your life on Christ? Christ is your foundation. <clears throat> he is the chief cornerstone. Not capstone, because capstone is the very thing that is on top. Christ is not the capstone. He is the cornerstone. He is your foundation. He's at the base. The bottom. He is our foundation. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone and whom all the building fitly framed together groweth, groweth onto an holy temple in the Lord. Last verse and we'll close. And whom ye also are building together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. You are builded together. Amen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse sixteen. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth within you? You are that temple. Remember, in whom you're also builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. A habitation of God means that God lives within you. 
thy word. Before I get to that, we'll go to one more verse. Um... No, I think that's it. In thy word. Oops. Um. In my heart. I gotta remember here which one it was, and I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. I uh, Just bear with me just for a minute, okay? Hang on a second. Um... I think it's Psalm. Oh, what is it, Lord? I think it's like Psalm 90, 91, or 96. Hang on. Um, let me see if I can find it here real quickly. Oops, I'm going to pull up here. There's a verse that's coming to mind, and I want to just share this with you real quick. It's just kind of like the last... So just bear with me. Okay, that's the one I was looking for. Psalm 119. So if you can turn with me uh, in closing, I want you to turn with me to Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Psalm 119, and we're going to read here in verse 11. Okay, verse 11. <clears throat> it says, Thy word have I hated my heart, that I might not sin against thee. We just got done reading, okay, that your body is the temple of God. When you become born again, well, okay, let me ask you this. Who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is the word Right, he is the word. He's the word of God. Where does Jesus come into when you get saved? He comes into your heart, doesn't he? 
Jesus is the word. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. So if you're born again today, you have Jesus in your heart. You have the word of God in your heart. That what? That I might not sin against thee. Amen. And actually, as a matter of fact, I think what we're going to do is we are going to not, we won't jump right away into, um, we're not going to jump into, uh, I don't think we're going to jump into Ephesians uh, 3 next week. I think what we're going to do is I'm going to leave you there. I'm going to leave you in a cliffhanger, okay? And we're going to continue talking about Ephesians chapter 2. This will this will be part one. Next week will be part two. And what we're going to talk about is the fact that we are the temple of God. And what I want to do is I really want to focus on this particular verse here. Uh, this verse that we just read here in Psalm, Psalm 119 verse 11. Okay, That's something I want to just dive into more deeply. But I just sort of laid kind of a, another foundation, as you will, for the next for next week, okay? So next week, we'll, we'll continue getting into Ephesians chapter 2. We'll read towards the end, and uh, we'll dive right into uh, this verse here in Psalm 119, verse 11, okay? Because I think this is important. We need to understand uh, what happens when a person becomes born again, amen? So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Um, I'm going to tell you something. God is good, amen? And... Uh, it is an honor to do this. And by the way, I know I said I was going to do this at 8 o'clock, but I just got so hyped up and excited about this. Um, I really didn't want to wait till 8 o'clock. So I'm like, oh, why not? We'll just do it early. This t- We'll do it early today. So uh, I'm glad I got a chance to do it early too. So I hope this was a blessing for you guys. Um, hopefully you guys got something out of it. I hope that you guys could take this and grow and learn from this. Um, I do want to say, though, really quickly before we go, uh, again, uh, there is no Fishers of Men broadcast uh, this Sunday because I'll be down preaching uh, down in uh, uh, Free Will, uh, Freedom Free Will Baptist. Um, I will have that message on – I'll have that message on Sermon Audio. That will not be on YouTube. It will be on Sermon Audio, Okay. I made a section called Freedom Free Will Baptist on my sermon audio. Uh, that will be put under in that section, okay? So um, I will record the message and put it on sermon audio for Sunday. Um, and if I end up doing Sunday morning, uh, well, then you'll just get a double, you'll just end up just getting a double dose, okay? So double dose, double uh, kind of messages to uh, listen to, okay? So that's what we're going to be doing uh, this next. On, on Sunday, um, other than that, uh, after, after you know, other than that, uh, we'll be back here again on Tuesday, and uh, we will kind of go at the end again on Ephesians chapter two. I'm not done with that yet because we, I, I feel like this is where we need to go. Okay, unless the Lord has something else in mind, I just you know, we need we need to discuss this and 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 uh, just go through Scripture on that. Okay. So you pray for me for next time. Um, Guys, I love you. I hope you guys are having a great week so far. Um, Other than that, that's going to be it for tonight. Um, This is Brother Brandon. I'm signing off for the the evening. I want to thank you all for tuning in to tonight's service. 
If you guys missed it, you can feel free to catch up on it on Sermon Audio or YouTube. And hopefully it will be a blessing to you guys. Hopefully you guys will learn something and grow. Amen. And hopefully that my 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 prayer is that this video was something that will glorify God, but also will change lives, and hopefully people might get saved as a result of this. Amen. So with that said, I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a great evening, um, and uh, we'll see you all next week. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya. Bye.